Hallelujah. You, the devil thought he had us, but we got away. We might be broken. We might be bent down. We might be going through some things. We might be in a place where we are ready to give up. And don't act like you ain't never been in a place where you ain't never been ready to give up. Man, if you haven't, you keep on living for a little bit. Let me tell you something about Jesus and salvation. All salvation does is save your soul. It does not change those emotions and those feelings you have as a human being. You still gonna be tired. Hello, somebody. You still gonna get down sometimes. You still gonna feel oppressed sometimes. You still gonna feel depressed sometimes. You still gonna wanna give up sometimes. But the difference is, is that you know that you got your big brother Jesus that's standing up there that's lifting your arms. Because I can't always lift my arms by myself. I can't always lift this hand by myself. At this very moment, this shoulder is frozen and this is the highest I can lift this arm. But I know that the Jesus that I serve, no matter what I'm going through, no matter what it looks like, no matter how sad I might get, no matter how down I might get, hallelujah, he's right there. Hallelujah with the old son that says he was there all the time. He was there. Right there, don't you move. Mm -hmm. 
I know he was, but he's gonna sit right there. If you wanna, if you wanna honor God, put that hand up. But you're gonna sit right there. Sat it down. Sister Frankie, you stay satting it down. Praise the Lord. Luke 13, New International Version. I'm starting in the 10th verse. Luke 13, starting at the 10th verse. I read as you hear. On the Sabbath, Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues. And a woman was there who had been crippled by a spirit for 18 years. Catch that, catch that, because that's going to be important to this message. She was bent over and could not straighten up at all. When Jesus saw her, he called her forward and said to her, Woman, you are set free from your infirmity. Then he put his hands on her, and immediately she straightened up and praised God. Indignant because God, because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, the synagogue ruler said to the people, There are six days for work. So come and be healed on your on those days and not on the Sabbath. The Lord answered him and said, You hypocrites! Doesn't each of you on the Sabbath untie his, his ox or donkey from the stall and lead it out to get water? Then should not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, who Satan has kept bound for 18 years, be set free on the Sabbath day from what bound her? When he said this, all of his opponents were humiliated. But the people were delighted with all the wonderful things he was doing. The word of the Lord is blessed. Y'all have your seat. I don't know if you caught what was going on in that scripture right there. Here we had a woman that was going through some things just like we go through some things. And most of us ain't had to go through nothing no 18 years. Half of us can't handle something and we didn't went through it for a whole month. But here this woman was bent over for 18 years. Imagine walking like this for 18 straight years. You can't even see what's in front of you because, hallelujah, most folks is taller than this. And imagine that you're walking like this every day of your life for 18 years. I don't know about you, but even thinking about it and doing it right now, my back is hurting from this walking like this. For 18 seconds. But the Bible tells us that she had been walking like that for 18 years. It wasn't anything that she had done. It wasn't an illness. But the Bible says this morning that it was of a spirit. And I just believe that God allow us to go through something. So that at the perfect time, yes sir, he can show up and show out. Amen. Yes. Yes. Amen. See, you ain't always did stuff wrong. See, that's the problem. You got too many fucks worried, worried about what's going on. Worried about the wrong thing. What did you do that you going through that? You must have did something. Acting like Joe's stupid wife and stupid friends. Why are you so worried about why Joe going through what you should have been doing was praying that you ain't had to go through like that. Hello. 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 But yet you worried about the wrong thing. 
in anyway, Brother John. <laughs> Yesterday, there was an old pity body that just kept talking and talking and talking and talking about people in a negative way. And I'm not for the negativity, y'all. I don't want to hear about folks' old stories. I don't want to hear about who slept with who. I don't want to know who's zooming who. I don't want to know about folks that's smoking and cussing and fussing and doing everything that's wrong. And there was a person who was just full of negativity. And I'm going to call him out. I don't care if you're on Facebook. What you going to do to me? You a straight pedophile. Brother Donnie got to keep talking about what suction our young girls. But this person touched one of the men when he was a child and she still was grown. And don't think because you a woman you ain't a pedophile. If you messing with one of my babies, I wish you would let y'all touch day day Chino. I will freely go to jail. Understand my brothers Understand my sisters. I'm going to stand out there like this. I'm waiting for the cops. Thank you, Sister Stephanie. Because what you're not going to do is touch my babies. And it's so easy to talk about others to keep people from looking at your mess. And this particular person, she ain't related to Brother John, so I'm just putting it out there. And I got to the point where I was tired of hearing her. Sister Stephanie could tell you because she was looking at me and she was like, Mommy, and I ain't had my medications, my sister Stephanie. I didn't have my anxiety meds. So you know that this woman was starting to really push some buttons. And after a point, I was like, okay, anyway. So yeah, then you want to go talk to somebody else? Because see, you don't understand what happens is when you allow negativity to come around you, that mess get in your spirit and then you wondering why you feeling sad, depressed, beat up and busted and disgusted and can't get, be trusted. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't even hear her. She was talking so much, my ears just started crying. Like, I was just looking at you. So we got away. But this is the same thing and y'all thought that I didn't went somewhere else. I am so sure that this woman been down for 18 long years. Having pain for 18 long years. All she could see was her feet. She didn't know what the sky looked like. She didn't know what the trees looked like. She could feel the sun on her skin, but she couldn't look up to see the, the sun because she was bent over for 18 long years. Some of y'all going through the same thing. Some of y'all walking over, bent over. Not bent over naturally, but bent over spiritually. Got your mind bent over. Got your soul bent over. Got your, your spirit bent over. And not understanding why you don't feel love. Not understanding why you feel like you're all alone. And that's because you're in that spirit of bent over. And God is trying to take you out of that. 
My God, my God, my God. And see, this woman knew, unlike some of us, because some of us too stupid to get it. Jesus. If Apostle was here, he would say, stupid, stupid, stupid. That 11 verse says, whew, Jesus. And a woman was there who had been crippled by a spirit, y'all. By a spirit for 18 years. She was bent over and could not straighten up at all. But see, that's just like Jesus. He looked and he see. And he looked at her, and I hope y'all don't mind if I change it into today's vernacular. Come on now. He sat up there. Jesus felt that spirit when she walked in. He felt that that need that she was going to be receptive. Because some of us like to stay in our mess. Some of us like to stay there too. Because we're comfortable with this. That's all we know. We don't know what freedom feel like. Just like the fool slaves that didn't want to come out from slavery. You been free from slavery for the last 50 years. And you still working for master. Yes, master. Whatever you want, master. Jesus looked at her right quick. Right quick. And he said, look at him. Come here, gal. Bring it over here. The Bible don't tell us that she hate, that she hesitated or nothing. That's why some of y'all can't get free. That's why some of y'all can't get delivered. God then called you and said, come here. And you sitting up here like, oh, but do you mean right now? <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Where, Lord? Where do you want me to go to? You want me to come right here? Uh, Jesus, you want me to come right here? Oh, where are you here, Jesus? My God. Amen. Jesus. He said, come right now. And guess what she did? She went right there. She went right there. Yep. And when she came up there, he said, look at here. You heal. I'm taking this sickness from you. Boom, okay. bam, bam. Stand up, right? And the Bible says immediately. He said, come here. And she walked over to Jesus. Jesus said, you're healed. She popped up like popcorn. That back that had been bent for 18 years straightened immediately up. Immediately. And just like in today's world, somebody always got something to say, like that woman at the cookout.
Jesus. They don't even have it as a social media thing anymore. But I can't remember what it was called, and everybody had it. And that girl used to say, the daddy said to her, do you want help? No. You sure that you don't want help? No, daddy, I got it. You sure, baby? What about yourself? No, thank you, Daddy. Worry about yourself. That's what's wrong with us. We need to worry about ourselves. Sometimes it's already, it's okay to be selfish when it comes to your salvation, to your healing. You can't get healed for nobody else. You got to get healed for yourself. Christine, is that he will let nothing go unchecked. 
He will check you right in your mess. Ain't nobody gave shade the way Jesus gave shade. Oh, you don't think Jesus gave shade? Right then and there, he was like, mm-hmm, hypocrite. Don't you go and get your ox, your horse, your donkey and feed them? Then you untie them? Wasn't that work? But you worried about this woman being healed from something that she had to deal with for 18 years? You worried about what I'm doing and I'm trying to set people free? I'm trying to deliver people? I'm trying to make sure that y'all can get back to the Father? You worried about me? And what I'm doing? Worry about yourself. Because that's basically what he just said. He said, worry about yourself. He said, you hypocrites. Jesus just called folks who hit what? And yet y'all get mad at me when I call you what you are. You get mad at me if I call myself. Oh, don't call yourself fat. I said I was fat, not ugly. I can look in the mirror and see I'm fat, y'all. What's your problem? Is it because you ugly? You worried about the wrong thing? Get mad because I called, called you a drunk. What, did you come in here smelling like alcohol tilted to the side? You mad because I called you a pothead. You knew you was a pothead when you woke up. You mad because I said you hoeing and you a whoremonger? You knew you was a hoe when you was opened up like Burger King. I'm tired of folks getting mad and they sitting up here playing games and playing tricks. You sit up here, we might as well call you Sarah Lee, cause everybody getting a piece. And men don't get it twisted because you find something that look like a hole, you dropping it in there. Where it came from, because God tired of folks in their mess. Sleeping with somebody because it's 11 11. Ain't got no respect for yourself. And I'm not dogging nobody because we all got we all got the salvation we got to work on to get to heaven. But we need to acknowledge, hello somebody, our faults and work on them. Y'all call me Pastor Petty because I am Petty and I'm working on it daily. Sometimes I'll stop. Ask my kids. I'm like, oh, that was real petty. I need to stop. 
I'll be like, Lord, forgive me. I was so petty. My own sister be hitting me. She's talking about, you know you being petty. I'm like, I know. But I'm trying to get better. I'm not as petty as I was. It's taking some time, Sister Christine. I get, you know, I was like petty 3,000. I didn't knock down to about 1,500 right now. My old pastor, God rest his soul, Pastor Powell said, take the mask off. That's what's wrong with too many preachers. You want to sit up here and act like you all that, and you ain't going through nothing. And half of y'all wrong in the first place because most of y'all preachers sitting with men and somebody's wife. Just like these hypocrites in the Bible. Worrying about the wrong thing. This woman got healed from something after 18 long years. How you mad because somebody getting hit? Brother Carter, make that make sense for me. Sister Frankie, make it make sense.
When God says something, it's going to happen whether you want it or not. Let me explain something to you, and I'm done right now. If God can use the jawbone of an ass, he can surely use yours. Hello. Hey. <laughs> ah, who caught that besides Brother Kirk? 